You're listening to the Sleuth Podcast. Real private investigators here to help you find the truth when you need to know. Sharing sometimes shocking, sometimes heartwarming, and sometimes hilarious stories from the field. They keep it real. Interviews with experts bring you insights on how people leverage PIs in their lives and in their businesses. Licensed by the North Carolina Department of Public Safety. Here's your hosts, Jamie and Lindsay. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens out there. (laughs) This is the Sleuth Podcast. I'm Jamie and this is Lindsay and we are Real PIs. Here to tell you the truth when you really need to know. Hey. Who can tell what I've been watching? Is that the tiger thing? The Tiger King. Okay. <laughs> I, I know that this is everybody's quarantine show right now, but as usual, I'm a little bit late to what everybody else is watching. But I am looking forward to eventually watching The Tiger Guy. Yes. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. I was, <laughs> I've got to use this. I'm slightly, a cat, slightly a cat lady, so that kind of worked out for me. So, um, hey, y'all out there. We are in week, what, three of quarantine? It feels like week 1140. <laughs> yes, yeah, a big number. Many weeks. Many moons have passed. <laughs> Many moons have passed. It hasn't even really started. It's literally like the first of April, and we probably have like at least one or two full months of stay at home to go. The initial like, the initial like, it feels like a snow day thing wore off last yeah. week and now it's like <laughs> uh, i'm eating too much i'm i'm just not being healthy i've got to figure right. something out i saw this really funny meme somebody put online that says for those who have lost track today is blur's day of the 14th of maple larry <laughs> <laughs> so that feels like my life <laughs> that does feel accurate yeah it's either today tomorrow or yesterday that's what i keep saying like it's one of those three there's no church there's no uh-huh. I mean, you can, like, go back and watch all your sermons on, like, another day. So I technically don't even have to do church on Sundays. <laughs> there's no so. markers. Yeah, you're right. There's nothing. There's no <laughs> distinction in the week to let you know this is what day it is anymore. You know what, right. though? At least there's podcast day. So. Yeah, at least there's podcast day. <laughs> Great Yay! cult to still have a podcast day every once in a while, <laughs> yeah, even if it's, it's from home. That's okay. At first, I was I wasn't super excited about how we sounded and then i was like well there's not really anything that we can do about this at this point and if we want to continue to make this work we're just going to have to you know it's just different not being in the studio with you guys it is and Um, everybody's doing it i mean you're talking like national news companies this is what they're doing they got their ear pods in with zoom like it it is what we have that's what we're doing yeah al roker this morning on what is it good morning today or whatever it's called he had his TV like on the kitchen counter. <laughs> you could see like the cord hanging out. <laughs> like, yeah, he's just chilling. You know, I'm just going to put my suit on for, you know, this next little 30 minutes or however long I had to be up just here. So. <laughs> I know. So what's, what, how's it been going for you and, and work, Lindsay? Oh, and work. Um, yeah. You know what? I was working on a case for a really long time, like a year. And that was kind of like my my one everyday tried and true thing that I could rely on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were talking about in the last episode where it was kind of like, yes, it's finally done. I've been doing this case forever. Well, now it's gone and I'm super bored. <laughs> <laughs> we had a marketing meeting with a marketing group that normally meets at Big Ed's. 
on a Thursday morning. So we did everything by Zoom. So first off, okay, I think last week people were just kind of get uh, trying to get over the shock of the fact that we actually weren't going to be in offices and that now everything needs to be virtual. Everything's got to figure out how to work this Zoom on the fly and hop into these meetings and things are still going to be, it's now we're coming up with a new normal. So we did the Zoom meeting for my, my morning eight o'clock meeting. So I'm literally crawling out of the bed. I was not able to at least even be on this, this much of camera because I was like, I don't really want y'all to look at me right this second. I look horrible. I realized something about like the the way that America's working right now that I find very humorous that essentially work has become a form of the mullet where we're all like we're dressed up on the top and then on the bottom, you know, there's nobody in the US that's not wearing sweatpants or you know, or shorts or so like work has become like the equivalent of the mullet. And my wife sent me an article that said that the sales of tops have gone up but bottoms not so much. <laughs> so everybody's buying new stuff for work but it's just shirts we're like we don't need the pants <laughs> we don't need any bottoms we're not going anywhere for two three four months y'all we might not be going anywhere till like winter no y'all realize that no yes no. they said there was gonna be like a second she's like i can't tell you <laughs> gonna be i'm like panicking a, a little bit <laughs> it's gonna be like a second round of this coronavirus that supposedly is gonna like pop up around like fall or i mean just think about it i mean the idiots in florida who decided not to do anything about it and enjoyed spring break last week right now the whole state is getting ready to go down and then their crazy governor First off, I want to say heads up and appreciate Mr. Roy Cooper. Is that his name? Roy Cooper. Mm -hmm. He's been awesome. So I'm glad that we have somebody who is standing for our state and wants to make sure that we are trying to protect ourselves as best possible. And I'm grateful for Wake County canceling, too, because... They have been known to like cancel or not cancel at the weirdest times or like, like with think of snow, like if it might snow and then cancel and it'd be nothing, but they got right. it right this time. Could you imagine how fast our kids would have gave this to each other if they wouldn't have canceled school when they did? Oh, right. yes. Yeah. And you know what? Um, talking about the governor, I also appreciate his professionalism because have you seen uh, Trevor Noah's little clips about the, I don't know. They're Russian. Were they Russian? Were they Italian? I don't know what they were, but uh, their governors are a lot meaner than ours. They're like, I will come at you with a flamethrower if you come out of your house. (laughs) I was like, oh, our governor is so nice and professional, and I appreciate that. Well, I think in India, they are um, like beating people for not being in the social distance space. So I thought, and these videos might not have been true because who knows what in the world is coming out now on Facebook and all these things people have nothing to do. But there were guys like riding their bikes, I guess, to the marketplace or something. And the um, authorities in India were like hitting them with like whips and stuff (laughs) because they weren't. (laughs) I saw something on ABC News where they were spraying what looked like, it reminded me of like the 50s and 60s footage that you saw from civil rights. They were spraying them with a hose, but the hose was disinfectant. And I was like, oh, I'm serious. It, it looked messed up. Not Wait, wait a minute. I don't know. Oh, no, it's like my, I have a car Lysol. You know how everybody has like, you have a car chapstick and then you have a purse chapstick. Well, now it's like yeah. I have a car Lysol and I have a purse Lysol and <laughs> all of my spray disinfectants and I've got homemade hand sanitizer all over the house. It's, it's getting crazy. 
Well, I need some of that hand sanitizer, so let me know when I can come and you can drop it off or I can come pick up a bottle sitting on the porch or something. throw it in the window. Well, you, right. guys, you guys here, so today's Friday. What's today? Friday the 3rd. The story I yep. saw this morning on the news, and I'm just looking it up on CNN now. So experts told the White House that the coronavirus is spread through talking and breathing. So it doesn't, oh, yeah. you don't even need to sneeze wow. or cough or touch. It can just be like if you're not within that, that six foot social distancing, it can just be conversational and it'll spread. Well, think about people spit all the time when they talk. That's what they said. They said it was a lot of micro spit, essentially. (laughs) Which is, which is, which I guess now they're like, you know, you get a bandana. It doesn't necessarily have to be like an N95 mask, right? And I think they don't want us to, because of all the medical workers, they want to save the, the gear for those people. They want like you and I to make our own. Right. You know, I've seen a lot of that on social media. I've got a cousin uh, who's a nurse and he's been making his own for the hospital that he works at. And then I have a friend who's just really good at sewing and her kids are approaching toddler age now and she's using all their old baby onesies and turning them into, you know, face masks, like different sizes, like a mom size and a dad size and a baby size. And well, will you guys be offering Sleuth Podcast uh, face masks for (laughs) for sale? Oh, that's kind of cute. I can see this becoming a thing. Like, you know, what do you call that? Branded, branded yeah. um, <laughs> face masks. I would like to, I would like to take a very nice photo of the bottom half of my face and print that onto a face mask so I don't look so strange. <laughs> <laughs> so like people are just going to be sitting there with their mouths covered. That's weird. Uh, well, you know, if I just stay at home, I don't have to worry about being out there with my mask. So I haven't gone anywhere really, um, except for maybe to the grocery store, but nothing, nothing crazy. So I, and today we hit like a million cases worldwide. I mean, is it a million? Yeah. A million cases worldwide with this coronavirus. So just y'all continue to take care of yourselves and make sure you practice good hand washing and even spray down your groceries and stuff. I was, was I telling you, Lindsay, Johnson County, the ABC store, which is one of these essential things that we must have open. Right. Somebody, two of the workers there tested positive for coronavirus. So they're probably like stocking oh, bottles no. of Tito's with Corona hanging out on it. So oh, no. you know, wipe, the, wipe your bottles down. I don't know. It's crazy. Eventually we'll just all be like little nuns. We'll just- well, you know what though? At least I, I, if there is a silver lining, it's that if you are able to get over the virus that you'll then be basically immune to it. So Hopefully that's what we're all working towards because it kind of sounds like, you know, there's a high chance of a lot of people getting very sick and um, that would require everybody catching it. I mean, to be, well, become immune from it. it means that some, some, some percent, well, immunity means that you survived for one, right? So we do want that. And I don't know, to have some part of the population, like, you know, I was reading that hospital workers, you know, people who are very likely to come in contact with the virus, if they're able to become immune to it, they can continue to work and help more people. Yeah. Okay. All right. So my, my cool new and noteworthy since, well, I have a couple new and noteworthies and hopefully we'll be able to get through it today. But since we were talking about all this zooming, and Governor Cooper actually said something about this earlier today. I was not watching because I was show prepping. But the FBI is warning about reports of people who are intruding on Zoom calls with pornographic or hate images. 
So the app has ballooned from about 10 million to hundreds of million of people who are isolated at home with the coronavirus. I think it said it went from, yeah, so 10 million to 200 million people within like two months. So that's why, you know, people have not, you know, new users, they don't know how to work the privacy settings. They don't know how to secure their meetings. You know, they don't know what to do to make sure that, you know, even though we're sitting here having Bible study Zoom, you know what I'm saying, that the hacker around the corner isn't dropping in, you know, inappropriate photos. So I have a real life story of that happening to my wife. I'm so excited. It was like like two days ago, I think. And so my wife, she's the director of operations for a nonprofit up in Chapel Hill, Carborough. And so she is going to the Chamber of Commerce Zoom calls. Now, so there's like a bunch of people in there. It's the chamber and they have the speaker and the main speaker gets ready to talk. And she's telling me the story. I wasn't in the room, so I didn't see it, but... uh, I got up, she was, it was on an early morning meeting. And so by the time I got down there, she was like, you're going to, this is what happened. So the main guy gets ready to talk. And then all of a sudden somebody takes over his screen and it's like two giant boobs. And then like, she's like, and then somebody started like circling with like a pen, like one of the nipples and then circled (laughs) the other one. And the guy giving the talk is like, it's not me. That's not my screen. It's not me. I'm not doing that. It's not me. Okay, I have a question. So if you were the hacker, can you see everyone's reactions? I would assume. Yeah, because what they're doing is they're just they're jumping in as like a as a as a as person somebody who's just joined the meeting. And if you as the host don't block other people who don't either don't have a Zoom account or they their email address wasn't it within the invite, something like that. You can they can jump right in and see what you're doing. So they're seeing you and everybody else. And then their screen is gonna you can you can make your screen share. And so once they share their screen, now you have boobies. Oh, they're doing it through screen sharing. So my wife yeah, had like three more meetings that day. And in every meeting, she's recanting the story about what happened in the, in the chamber <laughs> meeting. I think that is so awesome. Okay, so this guy, Donnell Williams, who has the National Association of Realtors, kind of has the same story as your wife. Um, and he was a little pissed off with the Zoom people. So he had 200 people that were in the Zoom conference meeting um, when somebody hacked in and drew a picture of male genitalia on the screen and then started making racist comments. So you know all these like, hackers that we're calling hackers are, what, 15, 16-year-old kids? Right. <laughs> Look at what they're doing. So mature. <laughs> Sitting at home with nothing else to do except for we've learned how to hack stuff in my IT class, right? And so now we're just going to hack all – my mom's on a Zoom meeting, so hack her Zoom meeting. James better not. I hate to beat him down. You gotta get um, those kids back in school. They'll stop the Zoom bombing. Have your kids done any um, online schooling? Yeah, we they've started, and so they're at the point right now where Wake has said that until they get to, so we just listened to the call this morning, until they're able to get all the students access, like uh, they said something like 20,000 kids don't have a laptop or internet. Okay. So until they can, they've got all these Wi-Fi hotspots and they're delivering them. Until they get all the kids that, the teachers have all, they've agreed that it's not right to grade kids because the the kids without access won't be able to catch up or they'll start falling behind. So they're assigning work, but it's not graded. And they also said that they're either thinking about it or have decided to only do pass-fail grades this year. 
which right. I think is I really going to tick off tiger moms, people that really want their kids to get those A's. <laughs> hey, wait, you couldn't, well, some people said that. How would that affect the GPA? I don't know. I guess it's just. Is it like a hundred or a zero? Because I mean, that's. Maybe. To me, that's what, I mean, that's what passed pass fail. fail. Or like a, a 60 or whatever the lowest for a, a fail is. Yeah. Well, let's say that, uh, how would that affect like a yearly GPA? I wonder, because if you've already got your GPA for the first semester, right. and you just need to finish up your second semester, you yeah. know, you get a, if you were a C, you got a B, you did it. <laughs> well, that'd be Great nice. Job. But if you were a B and now you're a zero, like yeah. that would suck a lot. <laughs> well, I don't think the person would do that. I mean, if you probably already had good, good grades, they'll make sure that you're good. Okay, so it says um, privacy practices on Zoom, things that you can do. And I, I just thought maybe this would be important for uh, some of our worker bees out there who are doing Zoom meetings. So there's a little button down there that you can click when you go on Zoom that will lead you to trainings and tutorials on how to operate Zoom, how to do your video trainings, webinar signups, and in case you are the person that is expected to be the lead of these meetings, you can go ahead and kind of brush up on what you need to know. They have two-factor authentication. Authentication, yeah. Um, you can remove unwanted or disruptive participants. So that's like what you were talking about. If somebody jumps onto your meeting and, and shares their screen, if they were unwanted, you can, there's a little button in there that you can kick that person out of the meeting. You can put people on hold, disable the video, mute participants. I mean, Zoom seems pretty awesome. So I yeah. would like to... I think you're right, though, when you said that, like, if you're not tech savvy, let's say you're the leader of the meeting and you're like in your 60s and this is the first time you're on Zoom and you're in the same boat as a lot of Americans that are like, I've never had to use this before, but now I have to. There's no way you're right. finding these settings like three deep in some setting menu to kick somebody off. You're going to do exactly what that guy did. <laughs> it's not me. I'm not doing it. <laughs> like, I can't control it. I can't control it. Yeah, well, go on there and look. They have, like, the guy that runs Zoom, he's been, like, doing a blog over the last month with all this that's going on. And so they have things that are coming out every day to help make it safer. Something about not requiring the program to get as much personal information for those people who sign on so that it's just, you can just jump on, like, kind of as a guest and then get back off and not keeping any of your information. So, I mean, I guess this is the new wave right now that we need to... I mean, I like the fact that because we use Ring Central, I tell y'all, it's not but God that was preparing us for this coronavirus here at Black Tech Services. Because if we were work, really, Lindsay, are you laughing at me? <laughs> <laughs> this coronavirus here, <laughs> this kind of this coronavirus, <laughs> <laughs> coronavirus, coronavirus. <laughs> I have like when I hear coronavirus, all I can hear is Cardi B in my head. I know so, coronavirus. I knew exactly <laughs> what you were talking about. <laughs> She's so stupid, but I love her. <laughs> like, they've, like, it's made a song. It's on, like, iTunes. It's got, like, a beat and everything behind it. It's hilarious. Like, all the, I mean, you gotta Google some Joe, if you need a good laugh. Get a good old Cardi B hollering coronavirus. I was just um, looking but, at one of the things you said about how to not uh, get Zoom bombed. And uh, the right. first thing that this website suggests is to never use your personal meeting ID, which is all I've ever done. Didn't even know you could do something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can set up like an ID per meeting. Right. That's so what this is saying. Like I didn't know that until just now. <laughs> right. 
And then also there's a waiting our- room, which I didn't know. They said you can enable the waiting room feature so you can see who's attempting to join before allowing them in. Right. Aww. That is a cool thing. But see, with our lovely Ring Central that shout out to Bruce that so he set us up with, that our Ring Central already has, it's like HIPAA for IT stuff. I don't know what you call it. But it protects all of our, like nobody can jump in on this call because it's going through our Ring Central. And even though I'm using my personal meeting ID, we're protected through that company or whatever. So we don't have any issues. I'd be super embarrassed if we were meeting with a client and somebody's. Woo-hoo, came up on the screen. Will we go? That would not be good. That would not be good. Okay, so my my next excitement is these jails. So you know we have a lot of. Um, so first of all, I guess we can go into kind of like what Blackman is still doing while we're locked down for coronavirus. We're still working. So we are technically considered an essential business because. Eight times out of 10, we have an attorney that is kind of behind the scenes on some of the work that we're doing. And as long as kind of an attorney is involved and it's considered an essential business, then we can kind of go on about our business. So we're doing process service still. We're still doing surveillance and we're still doing background checks. We kind of talked about that a little bit before. There still are some states who don't have access, like, of course, New York, Connecticut, is it New Jersey, the other one that's on lockdown right now up there? I don't know. But the, those three, well, I know that I was following up on a Connecticut search and I mean on a Colorado search and everything is shut down. They don't even have the court systems open and all. You can't even call up there or anything. We're checking for people to make sure that they can get those searches. If not, they can kind of decide if they want to do the whole search later or just start with what we can get now. Anyway, the point of bringing all that up is we work criminal and uh, state cases. And so a lot of our people are in jail and coronavirus is in the jail. So I'm scared. And even after the stay at home is over, I don't know how much jail dropping in I will be doing. I had um, one of my clients' dad call this morning. He was like, oh, Orange County's open for visitation. I was like, oh, okay. Great. Yeah, that doesn't mean that I'm going to go pay them a visit right now. I mean, definitely not. Yeah, I have no intentions on going. So the U.S. Uh, federal prison system has moved to a heightened state of lockdown because they are also fighting the spread of the coronavirus behind bars. So as he's telling me I can go ahead and come on, I'm like, absolutely not. So starting on Wednesday, two days ago, inmates will be confined to their cells for a two-week period with exceptions for certain programs and services like mental health treatment and education. So there will be no going to the prison store, no laundry, no showers and telephones. Oh, I guess they said they will limit those gatherings. So I guess it will only be a few in there at a time instead of the whole place. So I don't know. Thoughts about the coronavirus spreading in the jails? Lindsay, go. Oh, man. So I have a friend who is a CO at Central Prison. And thankfully, he's been tested negative for coronavirus. But initially, he was fairly certain that he had it from work. So there was an inmate that he came into direct contact with who had been transferred from some other prison. And, you know, in in prison life, that's pretty common. Inmates get transferred quite a bit and you don't really know a whole lot about them when they get there. And as a CEO, you have no control over whether or not you have to come in contact with that person and what type of contact you're going to have even. So he 
started having symptoms and made a Facebook post. His girlfriend that lives with him got equally sick um, and they had pretty much by the book, every symptom that they should have had, they did. And they quarantined themselves at home for two weeks total. During that period, they both called their doctors and they were both denied coronavirus tests because you have to come, you have to have come in contact and be sure that you have come in contact with somebody who has been confirmed to have the case, like technically confirmed. And I guess because it was an inmate, there was some hold up there. So it took them a couple of days to be given the test. And then the girlfriend couldn't have it, but my friend, the CEO could. So he took his test and they told him it would take several days to a week to get the results back. And it did. It, I want to say it took like five days. So he got his results back and thank God he's negative and they're feeling better now. But just in case they quarantined themselves at home and that was pretty scary. Outbreak like that in a prison, that's terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. I mean, these people. Right. And I think it's not necessarily the people who are already in there. It's the people who are coming in. So I I pulled a Joe and I did a Google. And so North Carolina, it's had four staffers that tested positive. One in Central Prison, Johnson Correctional, Maury Correctional and Eastern Correctional. And my mind is kind of all over the place. And so they're going in and out, spreading that to their families, coming into the jail, spreading it to prisoners. And prisoners can't really do social distancing because they're in pods or whatever. So I don't know. This other article said that was talking about more of the federal. So it seems like, let me see, federal has 150,000 inmates in 122 facilities. And as of Monday, there were 28 inmates in federal custody that with a confirmed coronavirus and 24 agency employees. So all opinions expressed on this podcast do not constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content and materials available in this podcast are for general informational purposes only. The views expressed by participants are in their individual capacities only, not those of Blackman Detective Services. Listeners of this podcast should contact their attorneys to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information expressed in this podcast is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation. Imagine my voice reading your company's advertisement on air for all the followers and subscribers of all the shows recorded at Podcast Carry. Your advertisement can be customized to say whatever you want said about you and your business. We would love for you to sponsor our show and support the sleuths and also advertise your services and messages at the same time. It's about to get crazy. I don't know. I've seen a couple articles and I don't know what it means, but it's hard to trust the internet right now, but like a couple articles on the News and Observer and it hasn't really, I haven't seen anything about anybody in power's official response, but essentially there's discussions in North Carolina to start releasing prisoners who are nonviolent offenders so that they're not in there. They are actually doing that. I was talking to one of the attorneys in Vance County, and he was just saying, like, as long as they're nonviolent offenders or low-level drugs, they may let them out. I'm seeing one Um, report here that says that if if you have someone with under a $500 bond. I don't know. My thing is, if you you got released from prison that had coronavirus, and you are going to come to my house to stay, I mean, they're not going to, like, release them into the world. They have to have a listed place where they're going to be. 
Why are those people going to say, oh, yeah, bring them home with the coronavirus? Not sure. Or I don't know. Kind of crazy. Yeah, it's definitely crazy. It's one of those things like nursing homes, prisons. There's a lot of like seemingly extra scary places to be. I would include hospitals in that list right now with all the everything going on. Yeah, really amazed with all the healthcare workers and people who are like willing to run down there and help these people. And a lot of them at uh, the detriment of themselves. That one doctor went down there and then he died. Yeah. The guy that came out of retirement. And it sounds like with the cases starting to break out in the prisons, you got to exclude or you got to include uh, prison guards. They're also Mm -hmm. taking that same risk now. Oh, yeah. Everybody in there. Everybody in there. Okay. What else you got, Lindsay? You got anything cool you want to talk about? So you had asked what everybody was watching. And that's really, that's all that's on my mind. I've been so obsessed with this show lately. And I'm sorry to tell you it has nothing to do with private investigations or the coronavirus, nothing like that. But I've been really into a show on Hulu. um, And it's in Chinese subtitles. And I love it so much. It's called um, Rui's Royal Love in the Palace. And it's kind of one of those things, I don't know if you've ever been like so into a show that like you just can't wait to, I don't know, TV time at night. I'm so excited. Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah, that was one that I wait. I couldn't wait to get back to. I've only been watching this for two or three weeks and I'm on episode 52 and they're almost like an hour each. Did you guys but, see the, so the latest episode of Stumptown? It was the best episode of Stumptown. I have thrown Stump Down to the wind. Stump Down. <laughs> oh, I'm so Stump sorry. I'm like, who is Dex? <laughs> we were so into that for a while, but we got some negative feedback, and I guess people weren't really into the show, and so we just kind of moved on. Sorry, Stump Down. Well, you know what? And then we we started exercising the the having our new guests on, and that was just more fun than talking about Stump Down, so... What was the name of the show you were watching again? Bree's Royal Love in the Palace. Royal Love in the Palace. Yes, it's so good. So what is it about? These Chinese people are doing what? Are they in China? Like what? I mean, what is it? it, You said Mandarin? It's a whole Mandarin thing? Yeah, so it's it's all in Chinese. And it's a, I guess it's a Chinese TV show, but it's on Hulu. And I'm assuming that it's the entire show. I'm looking at it now. Hopefully it's the entire one because I want, I think there's like, yeah, there's 87 episodes. So it's about, Ooh. yeah, it's about a harem in the, the main dynasty. dynasty. There we go. Yeah. yeah. But you know, like I said, it's all in Chinese. I just love it so much. I love you have to read everything. You have to read everything. There's not any, it's not yeah. just like, bad yeah. And you know what too? It's funny because like after watching so many, I can like, I, I don't know any Chinese at all, but I can tell when the subtitles are off. I'm like, that's not what she said. That's not even close. <laughs> so who knows what the show's really about, but the subtitles make it pretty good. All right, Joe, what you been watching? We just finished Ozark. And it was like oh, I fell amazing. It again. I tried last night. Sorry. You can't get into it? No, it's so slow at the beginning. Tell me the episode that I need to start watching to get into it. Because it's I just think, too much like narrative or something. I think Netflix does that because they know they don't have to tell the whole story in two hours like a movie. So they do like really elaborate setup before anything happens. But yeah, so in this season, I mean, I won't give any spoilers in case you haven't finished it yet. But it did come out like three days ago and my wife and I are done. So 
That shows you how <laughs> wow. How much of it and we And there's watch. like, how many seasons is it? I think there's like six seasons. I think there's only four out right now. And I think the fourth one just okay. came out not too long ago. But it can't compete with that Tiger King show. I haven't seen that one, but I know everybody's watching that. Oh my gosh, y'all! Okay, we were talking about watch. <laughs> we were talking. We were talking about watch parties last time. I watched one of the episodes like three times. It is hilarious, and it's and I almost feel sad for the man because he really had a lot going on. He he had a passion that turned into like a small obsession that turned into like. Is this the man where the tiger killed him, the Vegas man? Or is this something different? No. So this guy is a zoologist. If you, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know if you can really call him a zoologist. He's a cat lover. So they talk about these people who love big cats. So people who love like tigers and jaguars. And they just like raise these kitties as I was going to say puppies, they raise them from kitties and, you know, they just become like their family. And so he has this tiger farm and he's kind of, he kind of has this awkward way of running this farm, right? So everybody around him is a little bit different. They're kind of like the misfits. You would like this, Lindsay. They're like, why? Because they're misfits. (laughs) Well, you you always gravitate towards like people who don't have regular... Well, whatever they're social (laughs) yeah where they're all tattooed and drama has happened in the life or whatever so he's and then he's he's gay so he's got these he's got two husbands so he's like a polygamous gay man that is a cat tamer and so they just kind of talk about his life and just the world between cat farms who kind of operate the way that he does and then cat farms who operate the way Carol Baskin does and she's more of like save the cats type of you know cats shouldn't be held within captivity yes sanctuary type so it's this whole thing about Carol Baskin and Joe I forget what his last Joe he has two names but I don't know but it's definitely know his face because he's been all over social media but did you know that I volunteered at the Carolina Tiger Preservation for a little while that's the place where the person got killed at recently, right? The one in Graham or Burlington or... They're sorry. in Pittsburgh. Okay, no, there's another one in like Mebane. Oh. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, look, so this place, it's it's not a zoo. It's a sanctuary. You have to have, you know, permission to be there or you have to be working. So they have these pens. The place is set up in like a circle. So it looks like, I mean, it's, it's not far from here, maybe an hour. It looks like your regular backyard, but there's like chain link fences with big cats in it and various big cats. And they've got other things. They've got like kinkajous and bingtarongs and things like that. But, and the fences are really tall, but you're just walking like through your regular backyard. And I remember turning around and like, I was getting stalked by a tiger. I know that that sounds crazy, but it's true. And he was so big. And I just remember his big fat head, like freezing and looking at me. And I was like, Oh no, motherfucker, you you're huge. You're huge. This is terrifying. But I mean, there was a fence. There's a big fence and he wasn't going to get to me. But the size of them when you get up that close is pretty scary. But they have these big um, chain link like human cages. Literally, there's three or four of them throughout the complex. And the whole idea is they have a siren or something goes off if a cat gets out and all the workers have to run into the cages and lock themselves in. And I remember I would show up in the mornings and I was like, 
trying to take note of where all the people cages were in case that big motherfucker got out. It's going to run. Run into a cat cage by accident. Yes, but I mean, they, you don't get like a lot of safety training when you're there at all, but they, I do remember a few things that they told me. So guys that had beards, that was going to be an issue, even with tigers. So obviously with lions, and it's the whole idea of a mane. So you would have been singled out if you were a man with a beard, like taking a tour or something there. Also children, they don't allow children on tours at all because they're literally the weakest link. And that's the one that the cat's going to pick off. And they had, well, I could talk about it forever. I was so obsessed when I was there. And it was only for a few days, but anyways, I have opinions. Like I'm, I'm excited to watch this show. Um, I just haven't. You're going to be like Carol Baskin. I can already see it now. Let those tigers go. Huh? Let those tigers go. No, no, keep them in the cage. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it kind of like, I've seen the preview, all I've seen is the trailer, but I get the impression it's kind of like, not like a high-end type place. It's like the alligator place on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere. Like, come on in, give Steve $6 and watch him stick his head in the tiger's mouth kind of thing. Yeah, (laughs) Right, it was kind of like a, um, a circus sort of for them but because he bred them and you know he just knew them he just had a different relationship and towards the end of the show um he's kind of losing it like he's mentally not connecting like um one of his husbands okay i won't i won't spoil that but ah, you gotta watch it episode (laughs) episode five or six um, We're also, we started as a family watch and I don't know if you guys have seen anything about, it. I think it's an NBC show, but it's called something like uh, Zoe's playlist or something. The premise of the show is this lady develops like this weird superpower where she can hear people sing their inner thoughts. And so it's kind of like this weird, maybe it's Fox that does it. It's very Glee like, so my two teenage daughters love it, but it's, it's almost like an Adam Sandler movie and then it's like goofy and silly and then like really heartfelt all of a sudden. Like her dad is very sick with like MS and then all of a sudden he wakes up and sings to her and it's like, oh, don't make me feel my feelings, you know? No. <laughs> oh. It's kind of like that show. I don't remember what it was called. But yeah, I like shows like that where they kind of take you away from the hard stuff and then bring you back and kind of yeah. Love it's on a your pretty life. funny show. It's it's very light fare. It's like an hour long and it's it's funny. The actress is really funny, and then she's got this neighbor who uh, my kids are very confused. It's a, it's a transgender gentleman, but he, he identifies as a woman, but they call him he. And my daughters just can't wrap their mind around it. My youngest, she's like, I don't know what, what, why, what. I don't. I'm just confused. <laughs> She's like, I just, I, I hear it, but it just doesn't. Just remind me what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> How do I not look bad in this? Situation? I think everybody oh. needs more of those feel good, happy short movies in their lives right yeah. now. When I was a kid, um, you said Adam Sandler movies. I always thought that if I ever won the lottery, which I had no concept of money, but I thought that if I won the lottery, I would buy every Happy Gilmore. Or Happy Madison production, Adam Sandler movie ever, and every Xena movie ever. And that was like my dream. Xena? Yes, bitch. I've seen all of them. Oh, you, you literally just spoke to my soul. I love Xena. Xena and Gabrielle. Yes. Oh, my gosh. But were you, were you a Xena and Hercules? Yes. I, I hated Hercules. I didn't like those I loved, ones. I loved it. I, I was loved a Teen Aries all the way. Greek 
Greek mythology is like, and Zena was a badass, and yes. she was just freaking awesome, and her and that, well, whatever. It was a great. I love. That's what I'm waiting to come on, like Hulu or Netflix. Or, I know. No, it, they don't they have Zena on Netflix for a little while. Not I think it'll happen because I've heard that. So this is what's going to get weird is all the new production, they can't shoot anymore. So we don't right. know how much longer everybody's got in the tank on their shows, but we're going to run out of entertainment. So well, I heard NBA what networks are doing are telling their, their editors who are at home to start repurposing old content. And so I think we're going to see like a bunch of old shows get shipped that haven't been digitized yet and just be like, get that out there. My wife is currently downstairs watching little house on the Prairie on Amazon prime. Oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> I could never get into that. I'm like this. No, is me neither. Not gonna lie. <laughs> now, I did like show. Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. I love Jane. Is it Jane Seymour? Yeah, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Mm-hmm. I loved her. That was cool. Is that the um, one with Roma Downey? And she would, yeah. It was Roma Downey, right? And she would say, I am an angel sent by God, and the light would come down right behind no, her. No, no, no. That's touched by an angel. That's touched when by an angel. you walk <laughs> down the road, <laughs> every burden, every I got super bored no last reason. night and watched the first two episodes of... Um, it's got the guy from Little House on the Prairie and then the guy with the beard, and they're walking down the road, and it's something about angel. Like, you know... I can't think of what it's called. I don't know. But it's an old show and it's not great, but it was, it was all right to watch. Like essentially the character finds he's like an angel and he's got like a job and he's got, it's, it seemed like touched by an angel, but it was just super old version of it. Oh, my two. I mean, Lindsay, if you talk about heartwarming, yeah. every episode of touched by an angel, I was in tears. This is really, I mean, literally probably like in the nineties, early two thousand, it was Della Reese and, what was the little lady's name? Her name was Monica on the show, but I don't know what her real name is. I thought it was Roma it Downey. I thought she was. Oh, the, is that who it is? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Roma Downey and Della Reese. And they were the two angels and they basically, you know, went about life. There was like a couple of years where there were nothing but shows like that was the nighttime lineup. And it was, I remember Walker, Texas Ranger was out at that time. Oh, <laughs> like, Walker, Texas Ranger. My mom used to have me watch that. And um, who was the sheriff guy? I don't remember the black guy with the little baby. Oh, I don't remember. I can look it up though real quick. Oh, I just got to go back. I need to watch Xena, Walker, Texas Ranger. Okay, Murder, She Wrote. I guarantee you those two shows don't hold up. You know how some shows hold up and some shows don't? I promise you Walker, Texas Ranger doesn't hold up. I know nobody <laughs> likes them. Well, it comes on sometimes. I forget what one of those little channels are, the little old school channels. They play that. And sometimes they play, um, what's the dude, MacGyver? Love MacGyver. MacGyver. Love MacGyver. Do you know who MacGyver is? No. You're so quiet. I'm you're sorry. <laughs> but you're making me feel old and I don't ever, I shouldn't be feeling old about TV. I Look, you guys, I watched like Animal Planet and that was about it. <laughs> Well, I like Animal Plant too, but I need a, I like sitcoms. Okay. Walker, Texas Rangers partner's name in real life is Clarence Gilliard Jr. Okay. I want his, oh. what was his stage name? Because uh, that's who I know him as. Be, uh, <laughs> hold on. I got to go back a page. His character's name was. Come on. James Trevette. Yeah, Sheriff Trevette. Oh, and the oatmeal guy was in that show. Remember that? The guy that was like, oh. <laughs> Guy. The Walter Brimley, right? Wasn't he in that? 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I have to see his face. I'm terrible with names, and especially the real names. Give me a fake name. I can. I can do it. You think I'm wrong about that? I have a tendency of thinking somebody that looks like somebody is somebody, and getting it wrong a lot. Yeah, I'm I enjoy definitely wrong about like that. seeing the people and like tracking down what all movies they were in to verify that I'm correct about who they are. There's a Netflix show that I started watching that I enjoyed. It's like a sitcom out of Canada. It's called Kim's Convenience. It's about a North Korean family that runs a convenience store. And it's like a situational oh. comedy. It's a sitcom. It's like 22 minutes. It's real funny. I enjoy that one. What's it called? Kim's Convenience. Kim's Convenience Store. Yeah. Okay, I can it's remember got that. Like, it's got like four different seasons. Do they it. actually like sell stuff in their store or is it just for show? Yeah, the the store is like one of their sets. It's like it's like a friend style sitcom oh. ensemble cast comedy thing. But you know why I'm asking because like the other I've like documentaries about North Korea where they have like all the fake, you know, pretty products in the store, but they're not actually for sale. They're just for <laughs> show. It's like really it's a wet market. <laughs> now this is like I don't know I can't tell where it's at in Canada maybe Toronto or something but it's like a pretty rundown convenience store run by this Korean family. And, oh, I uh, thought you said it was in North Korea. I no. was like, wait. <laughs> the show's, it's a Canadian show, and you can't tell it's Canadian until somebody apologizes and they say sorry. But sorry. <laughs> I would never know that. No, no. I didn't know that. I did I, I did show my, my youngest, who's currently 12, the first three episodes of The Office. And she watched the first one, and she was like, <laughs> I've heard people talk about this, and I don't get it. And then she watched the second one, and then the second one, and then I was going to go to bed, and she's like, are you going to play a third one? Oh, <laughs> show will get Aww, you. That's so sweet. <laughs> that's so sweet. Yeah, that's going to be. Think about like in in future times, kids are never going to understand shows like The Office because yeah. what we're doing now, Zoom, is going to be that's going to be the, the new office for everybody. I tell you, I feel really old because I tried to download Twitch because my kids are you know teenagers and everybody watches people stream video games. And my daughters and I have been watching like some streamers on YouTube stream Fortnite because this is what kids do for entertainment now. So right. we watch somebody else play video games. And so yeah, I downloaded which is good Twitch. Good for us parents. We don't have to pay for these yeah. games anymore because they're just watching somebody. <laughs> they would else rather play them. watch somebody play them. And uh, but so, anyways, I didn't understand Twitch. I felt like such an old man. I was like five minutes into it. I'm like, I don't know what to press. I'm done. <laughs> Twitch is over. <laughs> I deleted it. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so, Joe, is there anything we need to know coming up for the next couple of weeks? I don't think so. What's going on with you? What's happening all... in the podcast world? Is every, is this kind of, like, normal for everybody's shows right now? Yeah, people are still doing their shows, but they're just doing them over Zoom. I think, I don't know. I don't know what's in the podcast world. Like, part of me is a little nervous because I know a lot of people listen to podcasts on their way to work or when they're yeah. alone, and we don't get to be alone, <laughs> and nobody's going to work. So I don't know. I don't know. I know that I think I think like most of us, we're just hoping this is going to end soon and everybody is safe and healthy and we're done with this as soon as possible. Right. That yeah. everything will be temporary, hopefully. But I, I do you, wonder um, like if people aren't going to need some alone time. And so now we've been home for a couple of weeks. We've been hanging out with everybody. I don't know if that means people are going to go on walks more. People are going to like shut themselves in a room for like five hours and be like, this is my office. Don't come in. But (laughs) I don't know. To me, to me this week, I had to purposely say, you know, I need to wake up at 6.30, 7 o'clock. Yeah. 
because I have things to do. The courts or whoever I need to call has modified hours. So you kind of need to like go ahead and get what you need to do done like early. And I was just kind of like barely waking up at 10 o'clock and yeah. just lagging, you know, and next thing you know, I haven't done anything all day and, I, you know, I, our world is still yeah. ticking just a little bit. I jokingly made the joke to my wife that I haven't seen her wear pants in like a week. And that was like seven days ago. And she's brought it up every day since then. But uh, <laughs> what I should have said if I was being smart is one of the things that I realized when I started working from home for myself is that I still needed to get up and get ready for the day. Otherwise, the day never started. So I still need right. to get up. Yes. I do my hair. This is I've been doing it for a year now. I get dressed all the way. I put on socks. I do the whole thing before I, before I, because otherwise you just slip into this mode where I'm like home and it's the weekend and nothing right. gets done. And you look up and it's noon and it's like, should we eat? I think we should eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dinner is much later now. Breakfast is much later. The cat has had to get a new schedule. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan was not happy with me because usually he's used to getting food at like 6 a.m. while kids are going to school and stuff like that. And now people aren't rolling out in the bed until 7, 30, 8 o'clock. So, you know, I think he's adjusting, but he's going to have to. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting up earlier just because you think it's time to eat and, you know, you won't die. He'll be all right. Mm-hmm. All right. So to the listeners out there, we are still looking for sponsorships. If anybody wants to sponsor the Sleuth, if you check out our website, we have some cool little, what do we call those people? What do we preferred? What do you have them called, Lindsay? I forget preferred um, partners. Preferred partners. Yes, we have preferred partners. Yes, they're on our website. So check out blackmanpi.com. And just same as always, if you have anything to ask us or something to talk about, we know that people are stuck inside right now and the same things might not be going on, but we are still here and open for questions or I kind of have a feeling that all of these people who are stuck together maybe that don't want to be stuck together, maybe reaching out to us after all of this is over and may have a We're lot not of saying that we want the divorce rate to go up, but if it does, we're here for you. We are here for you. I think you and, bring up a valid know. point. So I know that the, the largest amount of people getting divorced are people who have been married for 25 years or longer. And if you look into like why that's happening, it's because those are the people whose kids are now moved out and they need to look at each other and realize, does this still work? Like, And so what has happened, I think, for a lot of people is they make their marriage about their children, then the kids are gone, and then they don't know if there's anything there. And I wonder, like when you said that, I wonder if the same similar thing will happen because we're all home for weeks and weeks, that it's forcing people to have that eye-opening moment sooner than 25 years in the future, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I think no matter what your situation is, no matter where you are in a relationship or in a marriage, uh this change in routine is going to affect it, whether it's positive or negative. So I hope that more people are experiencing a positive effect as opposed to a negative right. one. We'll see um, that positive effect in about nine months. Right. Right. <laughs> not for me. No, no, no. You better not. You better no, not no, no, no. I, I, forget, I forbidden Lindsay to have any children for the next two or three years. She has. There, so. there was one point where I thought that I might have been having baby number two and Jamie was over there calling me in the morning. Are, are you pregnant? I've been thinking about you. Are you okay? What are we going to do? I was I was dreaming of fishes last night and I right. wanted to call you and see if everything was okay. But, oh, I was thinking, but for business owners, say you have people who are working, quote, air quote, unquote, air quote, working from home, 
not that we can see what's going on inside the house, but you know, if you need to us to check up on, you know, are these people really doing what they're supposed to be doing? Or are they just hanging out in the yard with their kids all day right. or stuff like that? Right. We actually did have a case pop up where, okay, so because all the courthouses were closed, we talked about this last time that these criminals have extra time to kind of play around. People or who are on up. drugs, right? People who are on drugs or have tendency to have addictive behaviors and don't have work and don't have all these things. We are seeing a rise in drug abuse and kids that need interventions or, you know, starting some kind of rehab or, I mean, this is an awesome time. If you, if you have somebody who you, I guess, can have some kind of influence on or somebody that knows that you care about them and you kind of want to help them. Now is a great time to get them hooked up with some kind of rehab, like Wellwind um, Center. Mm-hmm. We're working with them on something. They're, you know, those people are there to talk to you during these times of uncertainty and kind of give you a plan, kind of help you out because the court system is not really going to be here for the next, you know, 30, 40, 60 days to, to be there to kind of like put people in place and get these things started. There's not going to, I mean, I have a friend that does AA or I don't know what, kind of class he's in but they're doing all their stuff on zoom so i mean you could you could literally say your video oh i hadn't thought of that like you need to go to a meeting if you're in aa or you're in some kind of addiction recovery program and so they've had to move that to zoom that makes sense right and if everything hasn't i mean unless you if you're already in the program and you're already going about that they want you to continue that regardless of the mm-hmm. fact that Corona is, is here. Yeah, um, so you need to be like paying attention. And like, I realized I missed one of the church council meetings. I didn't paying attention to like my personal email. They, they had a meeting two weeks ago, you know what I'm saying? Like when all of this started. So, you know, be paying attention. Like if people are on zoom and you have no idea what zoom is, you might just want to take a moment and try to figure that stuff out because they've made it really easy, right? You click the link, it opens in your browser and then it's like, you don't have zoom download it. And then it works. So they've they've made it super easy. I'm just reading this article from the Marshall project. I thought this was really interesting. Like if you look at the, the crime statistics from the week of March 22nd and compared to last week in San Francisco, crime is down 42%, down 22% in Detroit. 20% 20% in Los Angeles and 13% in Chicago. That's awesome. I mean, I hate it has to be like this, but yeah, I mean, I was riding through going to food line or well, the direction of food line. Cause I didn't actually go, but I was, I was worried that you guys out. weren't going to talk about food line today. So. <laughs> Here it is. I was in my neighborhood food line and there was a cop just sitting on the side of the road. And I mean, you think they don't have anything to do. There's no crime. People aren't out killing each other. There's no wrecks on the road in the morning. Um, you know, when they show that little map on the road, everything is green. Yeah, that's crazy, um, isn't it? They're watching traffic and they pan to the traffic guy in the newsroom and he's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. Just clear out. Yeah, it's good. Pack Be your umbrella. Oh, you're not going anywhere. I don't know. <laughs> so, I mean, even if like, I guess I get my whole point to get to the end of all this is if there are things that are happening in your life that you even just want to talk about, even though, you know, things are shut down, we are still here to answer any kind of questions that you may have or kind of get you set up for moving, moving past this coronavirus and what may be happening or at least getting you set up. I mean, I was thinking with a, like a domestic person that we always tell them to journal what's been happening between them and their spouse 
This would yeah. be a wonderful time. Like what's happening during the coronavirus? I mean, yes, we have a stay at home order, but there's no cops out there telling us that we have to sit in the house, right? Nobody, you can't, they can't pull you over because technically we're on a stay at home order, right? So it's a very sober thought to think about anybody that's dealing with spousal abuse during a stay at home order. I was thinking about that. Yeah. But you're, but FYI, the 911 is still operating and they're still doing domestic violence court at the courthouse. So I know that it may be scary, but hell, if somebody's beating your ass, now is the time to be calling 911. Hopefully they would be able to get there much quicker than they would normally. And they're still doing DV court. And if there needs to be a protective order, that's really going to put the pressure on somebody to not be able to be at home and can't be out and about you know, because of all of this and hotels and stuff are closed like that. So, I mean, yeah, people dealing with it out there at home, domestic violence, probably maybe need to hear that there's still a priority and maybe even more so a priority now than they were, you know, like you said, their response time, I, I can't, you know, guarantee that it's going to be faster, but I would think that it would be, you know, everybody's right. at home. So if somebody's dealing with something at home, um, even people like, who are going to their therapist, all that's happening over Zoom now. Yep. Um, I've talked to several people who are still talking to their therapist over Zoom, and that's pretty regular. And the cool thing about that is, is uh, the people I've talked to, that's cheaper. So, right. uh, again, silver lining, try to look at everything in a positive light if you can. But yeah, I hope great that like if the you've crime been, rate continues to go down. If you've been wanting to see somebody like a therapist for a while, now's the time. Right. If it's cheaper, I mean, that's... Be your Something therapist, to do. be God. Yeah. One of the two. <laughs> I don't know. What, you said you haven't. So my church has been streaming like they do a, like a live stream thing. And uh-huh. they said that they had like, so I was just hanging out uh, not too long back, just hanging out with some of the old buddies that were from there. And I used to work at a church and they said they had 24,000 people come to the live stream. Which yeah. Is, it's oh. like, so we had more people stream church. So talk about like crime being down. Right. So that's one of those things, right? Crimes down church attendance up, but we had more people stream services than we did come to Christmas, which is crazy. Yeah. Cause we're, that's a big church. Hope's hope community church is a large church. And, but they're also doing something which I thought was really cool. And I hope we start to see more stuff like this, but like live streaming an event. So they're doing like this, this magician who does like these really cool sleight of hand stuff is doing like, like Jimmy Fallon does at home with the tonight show. He's doing like magic tricks from his house and his wife's going to be his camera guy. And he's like a really like nationally known is guy, but they're is, using is the, the same guy. Yeah. They're using That's the what same. I was thinking of every time I think of magic show, I'm like, Oh, the man who did the fork thing for me at the networking thing. <laughs> yes. It's just like yeah. the fork guy. But uh, okay. he did the, these crazy tricks. Like I got to like, one of them was like, he had to somebody write their name on a card, like sign a card. You've seen like, this is David Blaine type of stuff. But then he like threw out a bunch of packs of Trident gum into the audience. And then he had kids grab the packs and bring them up. So there was 10 packs. And then uh, he couldn't find the card. It wasn't anywhere. And he asked the last kid to open up the pack of Trident gum and open up the third piece of gum. And then he unfolded it as the card and it was signed. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is crazy. So I made the joke like, I want this to be like the live stream thing. He's like, now I've signed this card. Great. Now open in your left pocket. (laughs) It's it's in my house. What? Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, they're doing like, they're using the same thing for church live streaming to like put on entertainment for like, like a gathering. Like 
I hope concerts and stuff start to do that too. I know a lot of us are missing concerts and going out and going to the movies. I think it's cool that movie theaters are releasing the movies early so we can rent them for $20. We did that the other day, but still. Okay. Still What'd cheaper you than going to the movies. We watched uh, that Onward one, that Disney one. Okay. Okay. Oh, cute. It was good. All right. But I want to well, see that um, one with Ben Affleck. That looks good. Where he's like the, oh, yeah, the coach the or something. Coach. Yeah, the drunk coach. <laughs> the drunk guy. coach. It looks yes, like a really good movie. Yes, I feel like there will be tears on that one. So I'll have to check that out. Can we do a, we talked about this last time, Lindsay. I need you to find time to do a watch party for Tiger King. Okay. <laughs> Has anybody not seen it? <laughs> Besides like Lindsay and me, we might be the only two people. <laughs> That's okay. We can watch it with just us. It'll be absolutely okay. I, I literally, I can watch that over again. Because it's it's so much stuff in there. It's it's mind-blowing. And I was listening to a friend, and they talked about Prince Albert. You know who Prince Albert is? Or what a Prince Albert is? I know is. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a Prince Albert. I don't even know how you make correct that statement. Do you know what I'm talking about, Joe? I feel like he doesn't know what I'm talking about. No, and I was thinking that. You probably shouldn't Google that. It was one of the things that I was thinking. I'm glad I don't know what that is, but I bet you're going to tell me. (laughs) Yeah, Google that later when you get a chance. Um, But the friend, she was like, oh, my God, did you hear him? He was talking about his Prince Albert. And I was like, I heard that, but it didn't, like, blow my mind because I was like, He's a gay polygamist man that loves cats. <laughs> he could have a Prince Albert. Did you see his hair? Yeah, he's probably got a Prince Albert. <laughs> and he's got the mullet. I'm not saying. Yeah. And it's a blonde mullet on top of that. And he wears all his like, fancy flamboyant shirts. He, he carries a gun and he's fucking awesome. <laughs> it was a podcast first, right? Like Tiger King was a popular podcast because my wife listened to the podcast and then she's like, so I'm going to try it at the show. So she watched the first episode and she's like, this is just like the podcast. So she didn't even finish watching. Really? It. Yeah. Is he on the podcast? Because I don't want to hear him. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know much about it, but that's what my wife said. She said that <laughs> there was a Tiger King. I don't know if that's the name, but essentially that story thread was a popular podcast that she had listened to. Oh my goodness, I'm going to have to look that up. Well, yeah, now he's in jail. And actually, he's trying to get out of jail. I thought he died. Wait, he's in jail? No, girl, he tried, He put out a hit on Carol Baskin, the one that wanted to <laughs> say hello, kitten, cat. So, so because, of, because he got caught putting his hit out on her, they gave him like 22 years or something. So he's in the feds right now. And he's actually him along with, who was Trump's attorney? And I saw that, um, yeah. And the other guy who was like a really hardened criminal, I forget what it was. All of them are trying to get out because they're afraid to catch the coronavirus. And so they're trying to use like the coronavirus and the fact that they're like celebrities and they should be automatically like pardoned. I'm like, man, you in the feds. They ain't about to let you out. This is, this is not like regular state. Yeah, I can jail. see the He's case for letting like... out criminals that are nonviolent offenders. Like, let's say somebody's in prison for like having a small amount of drugs or something, right? Right. They shouldn't right. be in prison and be subject to coronavirus. I think we can all, well, I guess everybody's got their own opinion, but that at least makes sense to me. Like, that doesn't make sense. But if somebody's a violent criminal, it's like, yeah, we all could get murder. coronavirus. You're, it's okay. You're where you're supposed to be. Like, you're exactly <laughs> right. Coronavirus or not, you better suck it up and keep it moving. I mean, if you <laughs> check out early, you know, I guess that was your plan. I don't know. So, Lindsay, where do they find all their, their favorite sleuths? 
Find the sleuth. You can always find us on Instagram. We are at the sleuth underscore podcast. You can find us on Facebook. We try to update Facebook and Instagram the most. Black Men Detective Service on Facebook and on our Black Men Detective Service website, blackmenpi.com. Right. Oh, and if you want to leave us a review on any of these things, a review on the Apple iTunes thing, that would be much appreciated. So share with a friend. Please talk about the podcast, even though we're in Corona Town. And this episode, we didn't cuss a lot or talk about those things. I may so, have. Sorry. I mean, it wasn't a bad crossword. But as of now, this is the time to kind of like expose your kids to these things and just kind of like tell them how they need to handle it. And then you can just kind of like move on. Agree? <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> All right, cats and kittens. Thanks for listening. Meow. And <laughs> join us next time for the sleep. Blackman Detective Services. Check out our website at blackmanpi.com and follow us on Facebook. We don't sleuth shame. Subscribe to The Sleuth on your favorite podcast app if you really want to know.